I'm exhausted. And part of that is because I have my period. But the other part is because I didn't sleep much last night. I was having trouble falling asleep. And then someone decided to fucking use their leaf blower at 7 a.m. this morning. That's psychotic. That's illegal. Hmm. And I know because I'm one of those. What time are you supposed to begin? You can't. The earliest you can do it on weekday is eight. Uh And the earliest you can do it on Saturday is nine. Right. He had me up for like an hour and I would like I would start to like drift off and then it would wake me up. So I like went outside in my like striped pajamas. They're Christmas pajamas. So they're basically candy cane striped uh-huh. in my like clogs. And I like stomped across and I was Do like, you wear hey, Christmas pajamas all year round. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas pajamas all year round. <laughs> <laughs> You have to build on that one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's like a Christmas song for the rest of the year, you it's, know, <laughs> for the other 11 months. When you're missing Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, maybe that's why you do it mostly. I mean, there are probably a lot of socioeconomic reasons. Are there any you, off-season Christmas songs? Um, off-season Christmas songs? Like what? That's like, something I'm, we should get I'm into. I'm missing Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is six months away. <laughs> Christmas pajamas all year round. <laughs> Off-season Christmas. What else could it be? It'd be like... Saving snow in your freezer so you can like, throw it at people in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Saving snow. Saving snow is another one. Saving snow for summer. That's right down. <laughs> oh, we have the recorder, but okay. Um, no, just I'll transcribe it when I listen. Yeah. Leave it all in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I stomped across the street and I was like, hey. And he couldn't fucking hear me because of the blower. So yeah. he like wasn't turning around. So I got closer and I was like, hey. And then I had to go and get in front of his face and be like, hey. And I know I look like ass. Like mm. I was like, I felt like shit. And I was like tossing and turning in bed. I know I was sweaty. I was like, you're not allowed to do that right now. And he was like, well, oh, uh, did I wake you up? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And he was like, what time can I start again? And I was like, nine. And then he started like right at nine. So then he woke me up again. Like I was able to sleep in a little bit today. You should have told him like 11. You know what? You're right. I wasn't thinking. I was so angry. Uh, I'm not one of those people that's like, a cranky tired person mm-hmm. i'm like if i'm tired like i i'm more likely to have like a psychotic break about myself you know no, than like lash out at other people right mm-hmm. yeah that's where your energy flows it's true yeah right back at me right <laughs> for good or bad so when your day starts like that exactly just and then i got my period i know that's tmi i don't usually talk about my period with rich but i feel like i'm with all of you <laughs> and you do talk about it with them. I do. <laughs> so the, the Madonna tour started. I've been right. watching. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but it's very watchable on YouTube. You know, okay. different perspectives, whatever. Recording. Everyone is recording. It's exactly as I thought it would be. You know, the the thing about it is that's, that's undeniable is that she's barely dancing. You know, she's doing a lot of sitting. She sings Bedtime Story on her back. Okay. Um, you know what? But... She's maybe that's for the best. Maybe it's I've for the best. I've noticed that there is like something under her fishnets on the one leg. Is one leg more fucked up? Like one Seems leg like has. It. She has a brace. Okay. Yeah. I've only seen this kind of from afar. But I do notice that when she does dance, it's sometimes not great. Okay. 
How old is she? 65. So what they're so who is that woman who's blindfolding her? Someone's blindfolding Madonna, a woman. Yeah, a dancer. She's a lot of dancers. She has dancers that look like her. Oh. That dress that are dressed like her from like previous eras, like mm-hmm. the blind ambition this girl's tour. Like express yourself. Yeah. And Madonna's in a um, a nighty and thigh high boots, I and mean, that is a hoey outfit. And she's got she's blindfolded as well. I have to tell you something. I think I'm I am gonna still dress hoey like this at this age. I know it. Might as well. I know it. Might as well. How when you know it? (laughs) (laughs) She's, you know, like... It's very Mariah-like. Exactly. I was going to say that. Yeah. It's like the honey choreography. She's like, uh, sway, sway, whatever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like Madonna used to be out there Mm -hmm. dancing like her dancers are dancing. But okay, but but I bring it up anyway. That's that's just an example. You don't even have to include that, really. I bring it up because I have been watching it. Um, and the first night it opened in London and the first night there were a lot of technical difficulties, which necessitated her opening act, Bob, the drag queen to come out and like talk with her and spend some time while they were like getting back online. Yeah. Hmm. And DJs like honey opened, I think the first night, um, maybe every London show. Yeah. But you know what? She talked about opiates again. Did she? She did. So fucking what kind of drugs like Advil and Tylenol? Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna be Motrin. I think I'm gonna need penicillin by the time I leave uh, London. I, I think I'm gonna need something stronger than that. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I, mean, I don't know where the after party is, but I, I gotta, I gotta feel that. Uh, Where's the oxycontin? Babe. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. I just like. Now, all right. There's an opioid epidemic in this country and yeah. hundreds of thousands of people, people's children have died. People's yeah. children and parents, people, the parents and the children. So everybody have died. Totally. <laughs> but like, at least say a different drug name. <laughs> anything. Come on. Say my, where are my dolls? Give it, give us that reference. Right. right. But like, I, I just can't believe after the Narcan thing that she's still talking about this in public. They don't sell Oxycontin anymore, do they? Uh, I think so. I'm sure there are people that were there who know someone that died. It's very glib, yes. But also, I mean, by the reports, seems, she almost died. Seems seems honest, I guess. I guess. I guess she's that's she's she likes what she likes. And she's going to be Madonna what, about what, it. What would like an intervention episode of her look like? I started watching Intervention <laughs> again. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm watching Hulu, like, right? Yeah, I'm watching really old ones. Yeah. Oh my God, it is so good. I remember yeah. all of like the right. first couple of seasons. Yes. It was so like captivating. Yeah, it's really kind of stark and, and shocking, really. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's got like a Mondo sensibility, you know? Yeah. Where it's just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
here's what can happen. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, mess. how, what, what's the final word on the ethics of that show though? Like, didn't they like do certain shit behind the scenes? I feel like there was some kind of expose, right? I don't remember that. I, I mean, it's was. very possible, but I don't remember. I know that Jeff Van Vonderen, who is one of the interventionists started drinking again while yeah. he was doing the show. Oh wait, speaking of something that we were speaking about before, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember what it was. I had, <laughs> I had a lucid dream for two, two, like, like 30, 15 seconds. Okay. It was the most frustrating experience of my life. I was in some kind of like overgrown. Well, it was because we were like at this old mall that was a dead mall when I was in high school that finally this year was demolished. Okay. And in the, but in the parking lot, which you can't really access or out back really, which used to be the parking lot was also the mall. So there's tile like it's all cleared out but there's still tile on the ground mm. you know in this kind of like asphalt context so i dreamed i was like in that kind of a thing like a like some kind of ruins and i was like oh my god i'm doing it and i was like <laughs> look at your hands look at your hands and i looked at my hands and i didn't have hands and i was like yes i'm doing it and then i woke up <laughs> <laughs> so is it like meditation will, we, will you be able to do it i don't know i don't know if that's me getting closer to it or or what or, you know, if it'll ever come again, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll try. You know how you can do it? Yeah. Whenever I have a nightmare mm -hmm. and it's like so vivid and I think it's all really happening. Yeah. I'm like, this has to be a nightmare. Yeah. And then I check in. And I'm like, yeah, I'm dreaming. You can like maybe slide into it that way. Right, right, right. You yeah. Know, just try to ride that wave. Yes. It makes sense. It makes sense. No, I was I was literally lucid. Like I totally understood what it was. And it's because if I get up to pee at like 5 a.m., which I usually do now, it's like 50-50 yeah. whether I'm going to get back to sleep or mm. not, you know? That happens with me. Yeah. Yeah, it's been really, really annoying. I'm seeing another sleep specialist in December. You've seen so many sleep specialists since I've met you. That's uh, like two. <laughs> <laughs> but you just said you're seeing another one. So yeah, you've be seen three. one recently. Well, I went to this really chaotic practice in and it just didn't work and it was it got to the point where it was like i had to make a follow-up appointment but i tried to do it online and they told me i had to call and when i called it said i had to do it online that and would was, that would complete i would never do it again well exactly and it was so and they kept and, and actually they kept calling me to do it but every single time they called i was on the subway like every single time so it was like i'm not going to get out of the it's car it's not meant to happen it was an awful it was an awful place where was it on 14th street you Interesting. know yeah between so what they and third, do maybe? watch you sleep no 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 there oh, were they you've gave done me, a sleep study though right yeah Where they watch you sleep yeah they gave me some uh things to take home as like monitors and then they gave me like breathing test and because it was a pulmonary specialist it felt like i was in detention because <laughs> they have a way it, there were so many people in there there were like it was like overrun crazy yeah, no one can sleep it was like miserable. It's like, are you kidding me? That's awful. It was, was it bad lighting? It was, of course, it was terrible lighting. Ugh. It was the most uncomfortable, don't care about the comfort, are going to jam as many people in here as possible place. And I was like, fuck this. So I just wanted to give an update on Desiree, our sitch with Desiree. Diamond Girl, Desiree Jennings. Diamond Girl, Desiree. Diamond Girl, Icon, Hall of Fame. Really? Like Vanguard. Yes. Diamond Girl, Vanguard Award. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> <laughs> Go look at her Instagram. She's made a video addressing Jamila Jamil and Fair Abraham. Yeah, she's made very many videos. A lot of videos. 
and it's uh, basically a daily thing and it's kind of it's a little bit too much now for it's, us it reached a pitch where i'm not really that really interested want, in, yeah i don't want to engage kind of thing but i do want to say i called her former employer the one that she said fired her because of our podcast right and you said i spoke with the ceo and you said that you were calling to fact check to fact check i said hi i'm a journalist i'm calling to fact check a story for my podcast he's like okay and i was like did you have a woman named desiree townsend who worked at your company and i could just hear in his voice he was like uh yeah we've been getting a lot of uh requests like this lately um, so I'm going to have to just refer you to our general counsel. I just want to say he also was like such a nice man. Prince of a guy. Right. He was very, very, very nice. I mean, he to took me. your call and he, he's a CEO. I know. Well, it's nuts. I was like, I can't believe you're calling me because it's not a small company. He called you. Yes. He called me back. And then I sent him to voicemail because I didn't um, recognize the phone number. <laughs> and I forgot that I changed my outgoing. Oh, no. I'll, <laughs> I'll play my outgoing. I just changed it, too. Because I was like going through all my voicemails and I was like, I don't ever even listen to these. This is just taking up room in my phone. Hey, this is Tracy. I'm going to be honest with you. I probably will not check this voicemail unless it's from like a doctor's office or something. So you do a lot better to just text me. Okay, thanks. Bye. So then he called me back immediately after that again. Uh, uh And I was like, oh, this must be someone because it didn't say spam risk. Right. Then I answered. He was so nice. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, I, I have to refer you to general counsel. General counsel called me right back. And so then I was like, did you have a, a woman named Desiree Townsend working at your company? And she was like, yes. And then I said, um, OK, was she fired for and then she like cut me off and she was like, no, she quit. And I was like, oh, OK. So like she wasn't fired because you guys found like a podcast talked about her and you guys got mad about it and she laughed and said no and uh the reason this is relevant is because she accused us of of getting her fired as a result of things that were said on the podcast losing a six-figure job at At a a biotech company yeah you know i just wanted to fact check that i'm I'm a fact checker at heart right that's what i do right and so it's i can't believe if desiree jennings lied who whoever would have predicted i'll just tell you this i'm sick of her yeah i am i'm sick of her and Here's the thing. You know what it feels like? It feels like when Una was like really little baby, mm-hmm. I was, I'd be like, I'm so fucking sick of her. Yeah. And then I'd be like, I have to treasure these days. Right. <laughs> I only have so many of them. That's true. That's true. That's what I feel this like is, with th- this. This is, you know, it would be, this is a once in a lifetime thing. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Reba McIntyre has a book out called oh. Not That Fancy. Oh, okay. That's like Alison Roman's book. <laughs> is that literally the title of it? I think it's nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. Well, this is not that fancy. Yeah. And I laughed a lot. Firstly, it's like a picture book and recipes and stuff. And so there's the the audiobook is only the writing, which amounts to three hours. And then it's three hours of interviews. Does she read the recipes? Uh, she she alludes to recipes that she never ends up getting to. She never ends up reading the recipes. Okay. Yeah. Apparently they're into they're in the book. And she made it sound like she was going to read the recipes and then there were no recipes unless it's after the three hours of interviews with like Carrie Underwood and Brooks and Dunn about why Reba McIntyre is good. So I <laughs> just took a few uh, sound clips okay. that I thought were funny. They're pretty short, all of them. But my style is a little tough, a little bold, a little edgy. I call it I- tough, sexy. <laughs> ah! <laughs> that would be such a good TikTok. <laughs> A TikTok sound. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I kept. I just. I don't even know that much about her. I, but I just know that's so 
her. <laughs> you know? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm proud to be an Okie. To me, there's nothing better than sitting on the back porch looking out at the land that goes on for miles. A beautiful sunset, and then me just sipping on a glass of iced tea or whiskey and Sprite. Mm-hmm. With my friends and family, I don't know what heaven's going to look like, but I hope it feels like Oklahoma. Throw in some beans and cornbread, and I'm all set. <laughs> I can picture what her mouth is doing when she's saying that. You know what I mean? She has that kind of she has that smile, like that wry smile. It's like just at the corners. <laughs> I like a thicker denim that will hold up when you're chewing gravel and mucking out stalls. I um get it though. <laughs> Do you think that she shovels horseshit still? No, but she talks a lot about it. And she talks about like, I did take, I took a clip of this. It's not that great when I re-listened to it, but I was like, this is like, I was like, she's amazing. Cause she's like, as wait, actually I'll play it for you. <laughs> this is what, uh, this, I, this was the second note that I took. And I was like, this book is incredible. <laughs> so every other day after my classes, I loaded 30, 50 pound sacks of feed into my pickup truck and fed 300 head of cattle. <laughs> Her father struck. That's the tough part of tough sexy. (laughs) Wait, so it's tough sexy, right? Yeah. Her father struck natural gas in this property that he bought, which really took their ranch enterprise up several notches. Chapter three, wear what you want and put some fringe on it. (laughs) You know, I'm thinking about and she's she is she's tough sexy. She's totally right. (laughs) Because, like, have you ever seen, she, she'll wear, like, a strapless gown, but it will be, like, she'll have, like, an attitude, you know, when she's wearing it. Like, her arms are out. <laughs> I'm, and I'm sure her walk, ooh, can we find a video of her walking? <laughs> Take control of the reins and go have some fun. Which leads me to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this one is really good, too. She talks about her taxidermy. Oh, God. Okay. Wait, does she do it herself or she just collects it? She collects it, but she has it done. Does she hunt? Doesn't seem like it. Oh, she's also so Christian that she's she's born again. I mean, she okay. said that she's so glad that the her, that her immediate family members are saved because she knows that she'll see them in heaven. She's that kind of Christian. Honestly, if I had to face eternity just hanging out with my immediate family yeah oh my god Ooh, I, I i mean i don't know i wouldn't it seems like i wouldn't mind facing eternity hanging out with reba mcintyre though right <laughs> <laughs> she seems fun it's true when henry finally passed on due to cancer henry's a cattle we had his head mounted which is the best way i could think to honor our old friend and keep him close he's with me still I also have a kudu mounted and the skeleton of a deer I got from my land in Limestone Gap, Oklahoma. I love to walk through the living room and say, good morning, boys. <laughs> Talking to her dead animals? Yeah. I actually think that that's cool. I would love to have Judy stuffed. I would, You know what I would do if I had her stuffed? And then I want to know what your version would be uh-huh. for Prince. If I had to like pick how her her modeling was uh-huh. for the taxidermy i would have her like sleep like curled up oh yeah you know yeah. like like she's just sleeping she's over there just sleeping no i would have him like on his back with his arms kind of like <laughs> hanging in a 
mishmash and just like hanging out. Um, she also does a glossary that I thought was funny. Okay. How to talk like a native Oklahoman. Now, Oklahoma has a language all its own. You know that? I didn't know that. I didn't think about that. But people do talk about Okies. And they it's, have their own. Is it Native American? Is, isn't is Oklahoma a Native American word? Uh, I don't know, but I'm sure the land is stolen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's my translation guide for the next time you encounter an Okie in the wild. A broomtail means an ugly, bad-tempered horse. <laughs> Chuck okay. means food. Fair to Midland means pretty good. Fit to be tied means angry. Jawing means talking. Matter no wet hen means super angry. <laughs> Matter than a wet hen. <laughs> <laughs> she says heum, heum, heum instead of him, heum. And <laughs> and her brother, I believe her brother name is I believe her brother's name is Pake, but I didn't realize that she just refers to Pake a lot. So I wasn't sure if she was referring to a woman as Peg. I couldn't tell if she was saying Pake or Peg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Oklahoma yeah. is from the Choctaw language. And it means, for Okla, it means people. And Huma means red. Okay. So it actually basically means a Native American person. Right. But So they're not the ones that came up with... Do they call themselves red, though? Here's a historical fact. Fun fact? I think it's fun, actually. And you know what? We're coming up on Thanksgiving... It was Indigenous Peoples Day a few weeks back. Yeah. We're in the thick of it. Right. Now's the time. <laughs> the historical record shows that before the 20th century, Native Americans frequently used the adjective red in reference to themselves. Huh. And that the term redskin may have originated as a literal translation of a Native American term used to differentiate Indians from other Americans. Interesting. What's the source of that? People read uh, Marquette University. Okay. Cool. It's in an article called Why is Redskin so Offensive? Hmm. That's, I'm glad that they did that. Yeah. Did you know that Reba has an AIDS song? No. When did that come out? 94. Okay. It's called, She Thinks His Name Was John. And it's about a woman. Oh, a woman maybe having AIDS. It's about a woman dying of AIDS because <gasps> she was, because she was had sex. Was it the bi guy? No, I mean, that, that's in there. A druggie. It's, it's in there if you want it, you know, but Had bad blood she doesn't she doesn't like go that deep into it. OK, uh, but it's very purity culture. Is it? Yeah. shit about totally. the <laughs> knew their backgrounds it's a picture of a guy on a screen that's like over it's, over her like some guy like a stock image yeah there's a bunch of stock images guy. yeah <laughs> there's more John. 
<laughs> it looks like she's singing like the Immemorium song at the Oscars. <laughs> she's wearing a black dress. Hair is so big. See? This is real slut shamey. So slut shamey. Sometimes I don't even think their name was anything. I, 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 <laughs> didn't, I a lot of times didn't catch it. Totally. That's what <laughs> like, I mean. Now each day is a one day that's left in her life. She won't know love, have a marriage, or sing lullabies. She I mean, there are people who had AIDS since then and... They were able to do all that. Yeah. I mean, there were people who had AIDS that were then that were able to do that. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Her ears are gigantic. It's crazy that she doesn't use that big hair to cover them. Well, the hair is very, like, rum-tum-tugger from Zoobly Zooish. She has a fucking ace quilt hanging behind her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a piece of it. She was happy that this song was able to start a dialogue about AIDS. You think they put makeup in her ears? Like, on her ears? Why does she have them showing? <laughs> so she can hear herself? But she doesn't have, like, a... <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> She looks like a dorky boy in a wig. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> he looks kind of like a Dana Carvey character to me. Exactly, yes! <laughs> like church lady. <laughs> Reba lady. That, yeah, that very much had a message of like... Um, you, uh, you reap what you don't sell. fuck. Yeah. Look what she did. I, so I read, I've, I finally finished Julia Fox's book. Oh, okay. And I, I found two weird lies in it. And that's just like me, like whatever, did you we, know? We talked about how things didn't add up or make sense, right? Yeah. And, and, and the, the book is missing we a lot of- We talked about that on our last bonus. Yeah. And the book is missing a lot of kind of establishing- shots you know so it makes it very hard to read i don't i i like her so i don't i hate to like shit on it whatever but i do think that this is weird i feel the same exact way as as you like i i kind of like her yeah. and i do um enjoy her as like uh we ta actually talked about her at length yeah and, yeah you know what? you have to listen to the bonus to the pay bonus. that five dollars so 
she describes like her childhood friend and and the childhood friend's two sisters as having green eyes and then one page later she refers to that childhood friend as having blue eyes okay like what <laughs> like one page and then even weirder uh is when her dad she okay so she talks about like getting tattooed and pierced when she was a tween uh the quote is we are 12 years old but my dad says we are worse than the girls in the movie 13. he laughs and thinks it's funny so somebody on Goodreads pointed this out. So Julia Fox, per her age given on, on Wikipedia, she was born in 1990. She would have stopped being 12 on February 2nd, 2003. 13, uh, it wasn't released in theaters until August of that year, but it did premiere at Sundance like five days, like January 27th or something, 2003. Aww. So unless her dad caught that at the festival and then came back and immediately was like, that's what you guys are like. You know, it's just like embellished stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and also, okay, so there's a lot of like verbiage that I thought was like insane sometimes. She ta- she says her aunt is usually always with her and her grandmother. Usually, <laughs> usually always. She calls, she talks about the, her friends. <laughs> she talks about her friends sleeping on this industrial, this, this uh, box of, industrial sized menstrual pads not an industrial sized box but an industrial but industrial sized menstrual pads like what how big is that what's the industry is like her vagina industrial like it's like bushwick (laughs) totally (laughs) so there's stuff like that she talks about two guys being covered in my juices one covered in my juices after oral or during oral and then another completely i bet she says juice is real weird right I don't know. I I feel like she has that lisp. Um, and another completely glazed in a layer of my fluids. So she gets two of those in there. Okay. And I think it's weird too that she talks about Kanye, but she doesn't name him, but she refers to things he did on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And it's like, okay. Does she say Keeping Up with the Kardashians? She certainly does. Like, did legal want her to keep it out? I, I mean, I don't know. She's no. savvy. Definitely. Yeah. Like she like did that with like the like that art book scene and like the art scene. Like she just kind of like knew she knew how to like navigate that world in a very short period of time. What I find really disappointing about the book is that like she doesn't talk about that specifically. She talks about all of a sudden. Right. There's a market of people who are interested in her. But aside from saying that she went to a bunch of places in the Lower East Side, like Max Fish and stuff, she really doesn't talk about what it was like to have that ascent. Mm. And I think that would be such an interesting part of the story. So it's just, it's such a weird book because she glosses over, she mentions her her father's abuse, very matter-of-factly. She glosses over it, but she'll spend pages on these petty arguments she had with people when she was like nine years old and stuff. You know what I mean? It's just like, what, what, what am I reading? What I did think was gross was that Kanye, I think the second night they hung out, very soon after, he was like, so do you want to be my girlfriend? Let's tell everybody. Yeah, I I kind of thought that was funny. I, I Well, but then he made her write that thing for interview about it. He did. He made her write that? I mean, it was his idea. He came oh. to her and said. Because I thought, I thought that was so weird when it happened. Oh, I was like, I would think he'd want to be doing? more. Yeah, she's blowing this. Totally, totally. And, and that, I mean, I don't know how it happened for real, but that's how she puts it in the book. And it. I don't know. It to me, it didn't seem like it was impossible for that to be the case that he wanted this relationship. I mean, he participated in it. He was there in front of the cameras. You know, he seemed to like not be scared of of letting people know about it. Right? 
No, it. I mean, I think. I mean, he obviously was like courting the press and going hard. I mean, he was I, he was melting down because Kim Kardashian got with Pete Davidson. Yeah, that's basically what happened. We watched him have a nervous breakdown. Yeah, and I don't think he's put the pieces back together yet. Doesn't seem. But like at least it. he's being a little more quiet. At least he's being quiet. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. The baby stopped crying, and no matter what else is going on, I'll there's let that him cry relief. It out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'll sleep the night. He'll be back. Uh, uh, he'll definitely be back. It does seem like he's given up the presidential thing, though, so that's nice. You yeah. know, there hasn't been any talk about that right. in a really long time. And if he were going to do it, he'd be he'd have to be doing it now. He probably came to realize that he could live a very nice life for a while, mm-hmm. or he could piss it away on that shit because he doesn't have like the billions that he had before. Like he's just not worth that anymore. Right. He had all that like Adidas stock and shit. Like yeah. he really fucked that up. Yeah, he sure did. Good for Kim for getting out of that situation and not fucking her shit up. Yeah, that's true. She seems to have come away unscathed. Yeah. I actually wrote a song about Desiree Jennings, but <gasps> it, it it's it's short. I, I don't think that we should play it, but um, I can play it for you. I wrote can, two songs actually. You can play it in the on the bonus well i wrote i don't know i just wanted to tell you that oh okay well i can play do you think they're good the one slob because i can be i like ah, <laughs> because i can be yeah okay we're gonna play it on the bonus yeah you know? we will play slob because i can be it's about my cat uh, <laughs> wait oh that's not about desiree no oh, it's about both of them no i wrote another i wrote a song about desiree to the tune of butterfly kisses oh good all right i want to hear that okay well play regular butterfly kisses now okay <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com slash pot psychology we're doing america's next top my eh. we're doing america's next top my <laughs> america's next top model <laughs> i keep saying michael <laughs> that would have been a good name for a michael jackson lookalike um competition michael okay we're doing america's next model <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Psycho. <laughs> Did you say top? Oh no, I did. <laughs> I mean, truly, they are just some models. Like they are. It, this show really was just America's Next Model. Patreon.com/slash/potpsychology. <laughs> 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 Go to pipedreams.fun to buy bongs and um, shirts and stuff. Ooh, I made shirts for people to wear at BravoCon. I, I think they're fun. Butterfly kisses after bedtime prayer. Sticking little white flowers all up in her hair. Walk beside the pony, Daddy. It's my first ride. I know the cake looks funny, Daddy, but I should sure try it. Oh, with all that I've done wrong, I must have done something. To deserve a hug every morning And butterfly kisses at night